Welcome back, everybody, to the Big Red in the Sun podcast. Sorry for the delay, but honestly, if I would have done the podcast last week, I would have been thrown off Spotify for the words I would have said, and I would have been laughed at by the whole entire community of Spotify. But we're cleared down this weekend. But I have a new football mind with me, uh, my one of my best friends, Tony Bellis, but he's all the way back in Nebraska. Uh, Tony, welcome. What's up, guys? How's it going? Welcome to the 402. Not feeling good around here about the Husker football team. Yep. Uh, Minnesota kind of took a toll on us around here. Mm-hmm. Same, week. Same thing in here. We watched it in it uh, back at the Husker bar that we normally watch it at, at 9 in the morning here, and it just sucked all of the energy out of the entire place. You could just hear the pin drop the moment the final whistle blew. But we're back. It's been a week, and we had a long week to recover. I know all you guys probably did. If you resorted to a lot of alcohol to get over it, mindless work, working out, or just sleeping and hibernating, trying to get ready for this next game because we had to listen to it's the same old Nebraska. But I don't think that it's the same old Nebraska as much as I wanted to blow my brains out that entire last week. But I, but I don't think you do think it's the same old Nebraska, Tony, either. What do you think? No, I definitely think it's it's going in the right direction. The record might not show it, but these one-score games just send all of us into like a pit of clinical depression. It's just it's just the worst leading up to it. So much excitement every game. We get into that like fourth quarter, second half, and it's just it's heartbreaking almost every week. It it's almost like there's such a curse on us just mm-hmm. as fans. I don't know what we did to deserve it. Mm-mm. I don't know. I don't know. And we weren't even alive when we couldn't even read the rewards of the punishment we're getting now when we were so good and everyone hates us and they still hate us, even though we're, I mean, we're horrible. We didn't even get to love it. People say that they've been fans of Nebraska through the thick and like through the thick and thin, but we've just been fans during the worst times. We've never even had like a taste of what the, what the times were. Yeah. The prompt better fans for it. I know the promised land that we had and was it was put to like as someone took us out back and shot us in the head is when uh, uh, they put that one second back on the clock <laughs> against Texas. Yeah. And that and was the, we, the closest. What were we like fourth or third? Like we would have been to the national championship. And then Colt McCoy, who's still in the NFL, by the way. Oh, yeah. Somehow. Yeah. Which is unbelievable because I thought he'd be put out in a stretch over the rest of his life. What Sue did to him. But. I can't even imagine what that Cardinals offense is like. He's yeah. on the Cardinals, right? Yeah, he's a backup on the Cardinals. Kyler Murray goes out. Holt McCoy comes. He goes in. He looks like a forty-five-year-old, and it's like sending my dad out there, who we met last week, to run the offense for the Cardinals. I Sorry, Dad. I trust Ted Meyer to run the show more than I do Colt McCoy. Yeah, that's true. But all right, let's get back into it. So three and five. Will Compton, the best. I mean. He says it. He tweets it out all the time. The last couple of weeks when we were losing, he's like, "Best three and five team in the country." Though I agree with that. There's, yeah, we're yeah. very, we're literally plays away from being eight and zero, and it sucks. The mo- the worst loss we had was by eight points, which is still a one possession game. I think that was Illinois in the first yep. game. Yep, and Illinois was just the worst killing ourselves game, just mm-hmm. shooting ourselves in the foot over and over in that game. Mm-hmm. That one was tough. It it sucks that. That was our worst game, and it came against maybe probably like the second worst team we played other than Fordham. No, and guess what? And Fordham is the number one in their uh, conference. (laughs) 
Yeah, and of course, <laughs> like Fordham, their linebacker sets an NCAA record for tackles mm-hmm. in the game. Yeah, and um, he's still he's I think he's leading their entire like division and like or in tackles still. I think he's like a couple weeks ago when he was leading it, he had like ninety something tackles in like week four <laughs> or like, like forty of game against us. Yeah, but three and five, we lost another heartbreaker to PJ Fleck and his so-called culture over there. I, I mean. Kids are listening, and I fucking hate PJ Fleck. <laughs> PJ Fleck, he's just a more. He, I don't even know how to. Dude, every time he is a little squirrel, he's a little squirrel. When he runs down the side at the end of the quarter, I want to take a nine iron to the back of his head. I it makes me Dude, so mad. You can tell how cocky he is. He tries to keep it all in, but yeah. after the game, after and. Yeah, it must be awesome beating Nebraska because apparently everyone and their mother hates Nebraska. Yeah. But he sprints out to shake Scott Frost's hand like a little rodent. And yeah, like it. He's so yeah. ugly, and it's just it's so hard losing to PJ Fleck because he got hired what around the same time as Scott did. I think just a couple. I think like a year or two before. I think it was yeah. like a middle of like when we had Riley. I remember when they brought yeah. him over. But yeah, like it's, and it's, it's tough losing to Minnesota. Yeah, it is. It does suck. But it's like they did exactly what they wanted. Like, we can get into the stats. Like, I mean, it was 30 to 23. Um, total yards, Nebraska, we had 377. And it felt like we had 12 in the first half. So this big second half game. And yeah. they had 396. So, like, they literally – it was pretty neck and neck. Uh, uh, passing yards, we had 241. They had 214. Rushing yards, this was our worst rushing game, I think, possibly under Scott Frost. I honestly think it was 136 yards, and they had 182. Uh, yards per play, yeah, 182 for them is pretty good on for our defense. And watching, having the announcers talk about during the game, they acted like they're like running back by committee for them were the greatest running backs of all time. They would not shut up about them. You could try any running back behind nine off. Yes, that's lines. exactly what they were doing. And we still could be able to do that. That's it's it's a bigger disappointment to be a a Minnesota fan with your huge offensive line doing that all game. And you only get 182 yards. That's big props from our defense because our defense looked like we're going to get murdered, murdered in the first half. I was like, oh, geez. I was like, oh, my God. It only gets worse because every time that we play a game against anybody almost, it seems like the announcers are always against us. And one Mm -hmm. of the announcers. There's me and my roommate Pete even looked it up last week or two weeks ago when we were playing him. One of the announcers went to Minnesota. Yeah. It's Come like, on. why would you let him announce the game? It's you so should not let it. The game. Mm-hmm. And then like, they're just shitting on us the entire time. Yeah. It's, we get used to it. The, I feel like the only game that they actually cheered for us was, um, or like they actually had, was good was um, when we played Michigan. Because yeah. they were on our side, they were saying we got screwed by the refs. And also those, that same refing, like, team did the illinois penn state game which they fucked over uh penn state a couple times and and it's like the same like core officiating group which of course the big 10 will keep sending them out there to get their big bloods in their conference and honestly i mean i'm not they're big bloods michigan and michigan states this weekend for game day we should have beat the shit out of both of those teams they're not good they're not good michigan is going to stomp michigan you saw me it's running back, and they have mm-hmm. nothing. No, and we showed it, but we still can't. We still can't no, win. We still, we still can't win. They had like what, seventeen yards in the second half, and we still offense, didn't win. Offense and defense will play well, and then the special teams will 
shoot us in the foot, and then the special oh. teams will do great, and the offense will play bad. It's just one thing after yeah. another. I know. But... Gotta uh, control the we will, hopefully. Um, we already did it, Northwestern. We'll do it again. But uh, yards per play, we had 5.9. They had 5.8. Um, first downs, we had 19. They had 22. Third downs, we were 4 for 12. They were 3 for 9. Fourth downs, we were 0 for 2, and they were 1 for 1. Uh, total plays, uh, we had 64. They had 68. Punts, we both had four. I think that, that was one thing about our punting game. Like Our punting game has been okay ever since we had that one trouble. Yeah. 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 It's actually been booming punts. I, I, th- I think like, his average was, I think, like 68 this last game, which is great. That's, yeah, that's great. Like, um, I mean, yeah. We could take sure. – uh, penalties three for we both had three for 25 and it's like oh three penalties but uh it came up big that holding penalty when we had a first down it killed the drive late in the game killed us mm-hmm. killed us i can't remember who got it was i think it was the young the the young guy i can't remember his name on what play okay it, no it was the offensive lineman it was in the fourth quarter we were driving we just had a big like 20 yard run then we had a holding and then we got we got forced to punt Oh, it, was, uh, it starts with an N. It's Nadini, Nadani. It went, yeah, yeah, that yeah. guy. They just had a part. They just had like an article about him. And but I mean, it's not. It, but it just killed us again. It's, it's it happens all the time. It just, they so, always come at the worst times. It's it's yeah. like we just get the jitters sometimes. I yeah, think we just get one big win, just one like crucial fourth quarter win under yeah. our belt. And these kids will just like they'll just be so much more comfortable in the fourth quarter. It's. <laughs> I, well, we, we'll keep giving it to them for some reason. We should like yeah. just let them win. Like, and I know Scott always says, like, they got to get over that hump. And I literally think if once we get over that damn hunt of winning a close game, then we'll like fall into it. Yeah. But we had zero picks. We threw zero picks, but we also we got two picks, which was good. Yeah. Then um, Williams went down with that. I think it was his knee injury, but I think they yeah. haven't really full out. I think he's no go for this week. I think he's a no go. But we never know a Scott with injuries because he'd never. We kind of have a like a surplus of safeties too. Mm-hmm. We got we have Dismute that's still going to be playing, and then uh, who else is going to be taking Williams' place? It's um like Newsom. Uh, uh, it's uh, isn't it Farmer? Uh, it's Farmer. Farmer, yeah, yeah Farmer, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and, and he I, and he played last year too. I mean, he played. Yeah. So I mean, like he's not. It's not like a guy that's just throwing him in there. Like he's actually played. Right. And um, this is the real kicker. The time of possession, we had the ball for 21 minutes and 59 seconds, and uh, they had the ball for 38 second, 38 minutes and one second. So like 17 minutes more than us. Hard to beat a team when they just keep the ball from you the entire. It's it's tough. In the second half, they had 135 yards of offense, but 56 of them came on one run. So other than that, mm-hmm. their drive, their drives in the second half went no forty two yards and an interception, negative three yards interception, negative four yards punt, negative mm-hmm. two yards punt, twenty one yards punt, nine yards punt, and then they had a fifty <laughs> yard run. And if you just don't show anyone else about the game, you're like, well, they just blew that game. Yeah. <laughs> but then you yeah. realize they're playing the kings of blowing a game, and it usually comes at the feet of our kicking. 
<laughs> but we'll, I mean, we'll, we'll get into that later. That one's a, that's one's a sensitive topic. Yeah. Watching a game, watching a game with a good kicker is very fun. Watching a game with a bad kicker gives you cardiac arrest. But it also so, just sucks seeing a game with a good kicker because it's like, wonder what that's like. Yeah, it's know? we remember the good old days, Alex Henry. That was a, <laughs> we we're yeah, like, yeah. please kick a field goal here. Don't go for it. Please get us those points. Alex Henry be from <laughs> sixty yards out and he just drill it and most casual walk back to the thing, not even celebrating. But I have, I mean, I know we'll get to it later, but with Colt, it's just like, he, it's crazy. He's, and it seems like it's not like this. He's 28 of 32 on extra points. He's hit almost 90% of his extra points, which I mean, I wish he hit all of them, but yeah, there's not a lot of kickers that will just hit every extra point. Yeah, and, we could just get, well, let's get into the kicking first. We'll go and then we'll get yeah. to that. Like, I have, like, so you keep going, but. Oh, they, uh, he's. So on ESPN, it shows like mm-hmm. what is like how many attempts and how many makes he has from each length and from 20 to 29 yards, three or four, <laughs> 30 of thir- 30 to 39. He's one for four, which mm-hmm. is that's those are the tough ones because those are the ones you still kind of expect them to make. But yeah. they always seem to kind of just screw us over. He he's only attempted one from 40 to 49. I think that was in the Oklahoma game. He missed yeah, he that from 50 plus, he's two for three. I know, is, which is just, it's, yeah, I mean, it's ass backwards. Like, I, <laughs> it's like, no. it's the other way. Like, 30 from 39. It's, and it's not like we're putting him like on the corner. I mean, like on the sides of the field, like half of them or almost over half are just dead center. Yeah. Because at yeah. least we know, like, we can get it into, like, we, we're going to kick it here. We're going to get it in towards the middle. Here we go. But, but then, like, the, so I have it, I had those stats right here in front of me, but he's, 87.5% is his extra thing, what you were saying. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, it doesn't sound – you're like, oh, that sounds pretty good. But there are over 150 kickers with a better percentage than his extra point. But, yeah. Which is crazy to think because I know he's only missed – like, he missed four. But it's so, like, given – it's not like in the NFL now where they, put, like, put it back, like, 10 yards or whatever, or yeah. whatever they did. It's like – but I honestly think he has the yips. Oh, with, yeah. With the extra points. You know that it's just a mental thing because, I mean, you see, he's got the leg from 50. Mm-hmm. He showed it last year that he is that good. I think he just – something happened to him where, I mean, it could have been on one field goal in particular. I don't know if it's, like, stadium. I don't know what it is, but it's definitely a mental thing. It's yeah. like what I'm seeing. I Because yeah, you can tell that he, like, he cares. Like, yeah, you know, this is the interview good enough to hit these field goals I, I literally just think it's a mental thing yeah and uh like he's six for 12 he's 50 percent for field goals he's tied for 149th in the ncaa with 50 percent from the field goal and then his long is this 51 which is 22nd and he's got 46 points on the year but um he's got just no confidence left no. And I know Scott, like it was a big thing from Scott where he put him back out there and he made a couple, but I'm sorry. And I, will, I, yeah, the interview that he gave after the thing was one of the most impressive things I've seen because he, oh, been, yeah. he came out, addressed it and you can see his emotion. You see how hard he wants it. But at the same time, like he's got no confidence. And I'm, Dude, yeah. And it, it's much hope that we're in all these one possession games. And I'm sure at the end of these games, he's like, man, if I would have made that one kick, like the game would have been different. So he's probably throwing all these games on him right now. I know. And I'm sure that's not helping at all. No. And like one big kick 
like yeah. just one. Yeah. Like oh, last year, last year uh, when we beat, or two years ago, I think, when we beat, Miss, I mean, Michigan State nine to six in the like snowball game where it was twelve degrees out, and yep. he, they drilled three field goals. Like it's like, yeah. And the Big Ten kicker of the year last year, and it's like, yeah, I don't know if practice changed. I don't know what he's doing at practice, or, or if it's literally just he lost it for a little bit. But Scott, you can't put him out there again. Like, you stuck with him for, like, all this. I'm sorry. At practice, I mean, even if it's one game and you put someone else in there to, like, show him that he needs to get better. Like, I know he did it like he, at that one half. He did it for a half, but he didn't. He, the next yeah. game, he came back out and played again. But And that's the scary thing is, is it's like, if we keep throwing him out there, that must mean that our kickers that yeah. have both. Them cannot be better. Well, what was it? Two it, years two years ago, we were like, we're all pulling open tryouts for the soccer team to come kick yeah. for us. We're like, why the just recruit? I don't care. Spend more money, fly somewhere yeah. and find Do a it. fucking kicker. Pay someone but, illegally. Yeah, kick. seriously. If everyone's care. doing it, fuck buy him a new car, get him a new NI deal. Make like I don't know, whatever he wants, but get a kicker that can step onto the field and have I mean, basically have some balls, get out there and kick. A twenty-yard field goal <laughs> in a game pay. in a game where we're playing in a in a conference where they're like, "Hey, Nebraska, you we fucking we hate you. Yeah. We're gonna keep throwing these ranked teams at you just because that you came against our like commissioner." But oh, no. here's but here's another thing: you don't get a you don't get a kicker. Yeah, you actually just don't. We you need lose for like NFL quarterback money, like Mahomes money. He needs it now. <laughs> We just need someone like it sucks. It sucks to lose a game over special teams where it's like, I know, but I'm like, and they're like, it's people like on, we can see on Twitter. It's like, you couldn't do out there and kick it. You're like, I know I couldn't fucking get out there yeah. and kick a field goal, yeah. but guess what? I don't get free college to go out there and kick it. Down. I, I don't. I'm not being, I'm not like being paid in a way yeah. to be here. To kick. I will pay a man all $7 out of my wallet to come yes. pay for us. Yes. I know. Like I played, baseball in college i know you get paid for a certain thing to do and if you can't do it you're gonna get your ass reamed and put down so like it's not yeah. like there's like he's like a kid out there playing like i know he's a kid and i really want him to do good again but it's at the point where it's like i'm sorry this we want to win more than we want to see you be happy and i'm sorry and it's yeah. i can the, all of the nebraska fans can agree with me maybe not his parents but i still want him to do good like i would love for him to come back and do good i think oh, it's yeah. one of the most impressive things I've ever seen out of a player to come out and face the media again after that and put on an, an, like, he's like, he's on the verge of tears the whole time. And he gave a great, it's one of the greatest interviews I've seen of a player that was struggling and I respect yeah. him for it. And I hope he does good. I, and if we trot him out there again, like, I hope he can, I hope yeah. he can perform. Yeah. I, I think we should, I think we should trot him out there again. I, I just, I, he's got to get over this mental thing and, I, yeah, it's easy for us to say as fans, yeah. but like, it's just, I just think that once he gets over this little mental hump that he, I mean, he could go back to what he was last year. Like he has it. I know he's, he's got, it. yeah, he's got the thing though. That's, that's it. Like he's got it. You, you lost it for a little bit. Maybe, maybe this is a stretch where he comes out and he just starts just drilling kicks. Like I want a kicker. I want a kicker. Like remember I was kicker last year when they kicked that field goal and he was like air humping towards our sideline. First of all, I he'll still hope we spear him and paralyze him. But yeah, I'm pretty uh, sure he's still here. So good. I hope so. We, I, I, we yeah. should send like Garrett Nelson. Well, well me and you are gonna be at the game, so we're gonna make sure that I'm gonna be yeah. chanting his name. But uh we need to send Garrett Nelson yeah. out there. 
Yeah, yeah just yeah. send a player who doesn't play off the, off the corner and right when he's yeah. put his hands up there and made one, just, just head on him. Let him show what he's got. Maybe Scott should do it. Or maybe Culp should do it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you put Culp on the, as like a speed runner on the side trying to come get yeah. it. Yeah, like, let oh. Culp go out there and try to block the kick and let him but, just speed. Yeah. Well, I mean, let's get into the um, offense here. Uh, Adrian, um, that was probably – the first half was probably – I mean, no, it's not fully his – like, himself, like, is the reason why. But, like, his first half was probably the one of the worst things that played football. He can agree. But the thing was, the old Adrian would have done this the entire game. But he switches over, and he, in the second half, he was – he was he was exactly what we want him to be exactly but the one thing you can never do the whole day was get the running game going and that's yeah. our line it I, I think ramir had 11 carries or something like that for 83 yards if mm-hmm. he doesn't go down that fourth quarter is completely different yeah i know i, I fully believe that i know but the- it's so nice having ramir come in and be like our speed back and he still runs hard and then mm-hmm. we can have Yant come in behind him and just bruise people dude i don't like how they use Yant again I don't know. How it, like, I know, like, Scott last week said that he was, uh, he didn't play because, like, he didn't think he was doing good in practice and stuff like that. But then, yeah. But, or, and then, like, the week, like, he didn't play because he wasn't a certain weight for the year. But again, he only had six carries. Yeah. I don't get it. I mean, if anything, like, Ramirez has been playing well, but yeah, Ramirez Ramir would be a lot better if Yant got 20 carries and Ramirez got 10. Because then he's just beating the defense down, and that opens up holes for Ramir to just squirt right through him. Yeah, and but also I think, yeah, you know, Ramir had 83 yards, which with our offensive line, how they played in that game, that seems like 285 yards. Yeah, and, and he had 7.5 average per carry, and then two touchdowns, and he would have had three, but if you you said like if he didn't just get his head knocked around and they had to take him out, and then like right when we got to that one inch line, and I was like, oh no, yeah, um, I was like, oh no, and I was like, but. We're talking about Adrian. He's he was Adrian was 18 for 33, 241 yards, one passing touchdown, eight carries for negative 17 yards. And that yeah. was not I, there's some things that were on him. Like I know the safety at the end from the 10 yard was, line. Yeah. Which is that that was probably safety's on him, but that one was other, I mean, with a quarterback that runs as well as Adrian does, like as efficiently as he does, not be seventeen. Having negative seventeen or whatever, how many yards? Yeah, that's, that's not on him. It's it's literally the last like four like times we had the ball when we were actually doing something. Our offensive line just didn't touch fucking anyone. Didn't touch anyone. Yeah. It felt like and like there no. he was Adrian could not sit in the pocket for a second, and then everyone was flying around. We could not do anything, which is horrible. Like we're gonna get. Let's skip it. Let's get, I mean, let's get into the offensive line right now. Like I have these stats for the offensive line. I said worst game of the year, not even close, not even close. We gave up yeah. two sacks, five tackles for loss and a safety. And honestly, I know that Adrian, the intentional grinding thing was on Adrian like that, but again, he was running away from the 10 yard line. He had no, he had to get away from it, but that uh, we lead the big 10 and sacks allowed per game for 2.63 per game. And it's, we're like top, we're like top 20 in the country. Yeah, which is horrible. But then, I got yeah. a young, a young offensive line thing, or if it's, I mean, once we put Teddy in there on that left tackle, I mean, it almost seemed like he did very well against Michigan, so-called, just mm-hmm. like two great edge rushers. Yeah, I mean, you didn't see anything from them in that game? 
no. And then, you know what I saw um, would be another big, like, I know we're getting more recruits. I know like it's doing and stuff like that, but the thing that we need to do is I saw that uh, Wisconsin uh, like left guard or whatever for like the last starter for the last three years is transferring at the end of the year. And Ooh. I think we are on his radar. That'd be a huge get. Like, I don't care what we have to get him. Wisconsin offensive lineman. Yes, we have to get a Wisconsin offensive lineman. That's a huge. Are, those are pro offensive linemen. Those are that huge. They breed, they breed them. Those that is exa- like what we would need. But yeah. And then um, well, I mean, we'll talk about the coach later, but like it just needs to get so much better. Like, I don't know what they need to do. I don't know if they have to start pulling and they have to do different plays. We might have to just completely move our offense out of the pocket if they're gonna play like this against Minnesota, who I mean, they're not a horrible defense, but Purdue has a better right. defense than Minnesota. Yeah, I I think that I mean, the whole decision to start Teddy at left tackle was all Frost's decision. That wasn't even Greg Austin's decision. And look how well it turned out. Yeah. I mean, he's hurt now, but, like, I know. if Greg Austin couldn't see that in alignment, then why, like, yeah. he's got to be the problem. And if we're having all these false starts, like, they got to be drilling this in practice. And if they're not, then I don't know what he's doing or I don't know. I, it's, it's hard to, it's hard to mm-hmm. always, like, just know you're going to have so many false starts and yeah. And it's killer. It's just killer. Like, and I know, but, and it's like, it just like repeats like a broken clock. Like it'll go around, around, around like of yeah. Adrian was just getting comfortable in the pocket. The last, I mean, he's been like Adrian this year. I know he's run the ball a lot and like the red zone, especially, but I feel like this year he's actually came into his own as a passer. Yeah. He's I not, thought, he's not good at getting hit at all. No, like he, he is he, not tough dude like he'll sit in the pocket and throw one in there even though he knows he's gonna get murdered i know and that's what you need in a quarterback yeah so you don't want someone with the yips no yeah and now we're throwing i mean so he's throwing the ball i mean austin allen yeah austin allen is an absolute monster and by the way i have this stat for him he leads all big 10 and tight end and receiving yards and that was even without playing this last this last week and I, I still think we can get the ball to him more. I mean, yeah, it's, more. it's hard to guard somebody who's six foot nine to cover him. Yeah. I mean, I know. just like you, you've seen that Martinez will just put one up like in the middle of the field and he'll, he'll come down. I know he'll, he'll make like a great catch. Uh, he's got, he had five catches for 121 yards and his touchdown. Yeah. That's, I mean, There's he still- needs to get the ball more. I, I think people are kind of starting to figure out uh, Samari Torre. He's had a couple quiet weeks. Yeah. Well, especially if well, especially if they're trying to get Betts and Manning. And Betts had uh, two catches for thirty-five, and Manning had three for thirty-four. So like, like they're like there. But the one wide receiver that I don't know if Adrian like really really likes him, and I and they keep throwing it to him. But I know we have Betts and Man- like and then Torre, like three guys that are big. Like we can throw the ball to and rely on them. Like you're like these are explosive yeah. guys. But Austin Allen and I think Levi Fal- uh, Falk is like yeah. they catch everything. Falk had yeah, four like, catches for 36 yards. Anything. Yeah, like Falk gets murdered. It reminds me of Jordan Westerkamp. Every time Jordan Westerkamp Falk. caught the ball, he'd just get murdered, and then he'd get back like, up. It's like when we had Wandale. Wandale was just like like a bouncy ball. People yeah. would murder. <laughs> he can bounce his way to hell now for all I care. That <laughs> yeah. can, can, yeah, can sucky. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. But, um, yeah, that's what I had for the receiving. So, like, I really didn't – like you said, Torrey didn't really have a big um, game. That – I mean, like, I don't know. It's just – I don't know. Like, Betts and Manning – like, Betts and Manning could be 
two guys like you could hear if we started, if they're both on the game, they could easily both have like over 80 yards just because like the way they can move without the ball. And then like every time we throw a deep ball to one of them, they're coming down with it. Yeah. Xavier come down with multiple deep balls and Omar is definitely good enough to do it. Yeah. I feel like we like once we have something working, it almost feels like we just try to go away from it. Yeah. And another thing, especially I, I know we did it a couple times. I know we did maybe a couple plays against Minnesota. It's like we kind of abandoned the whole option game too. But if we would do an option, it wouldn't be like a high powered option play. We'd look like we'd like shuffle for like right when we got the ball and then like our O line would collapse instantly instead of like a like where we are, we had like three guys in the backfield and like, we'd like fake pitch it. And then he'd pitch the running back to like Torre coming across and stuff like that. But we kind of yeah. went away with that because that opens up the pass game too, for us because yeah, like I, fake I, it. And it's just I definitely that Xavier Betts needs to be getting the ball. I mean, every time they like hand it to him on a sweep or something, he gets it gone. 20 yards, like every time. And he's so explosive. And that's why I think Betts is our most expo- explosive player. And Manning yeah. is I think he's our, he's explosive, but he's more physical. So he can yeah. like go up and he can bring things down and he might run over a person too. Yeah. And Austin Allen, like you said, he's six, nine. It's like a WWE guy running around there in the middle of the field. And we're just smacking into people. Just throw if it up we to him. Just air raid people. We I could. think we could. We could. We have the weapon for it. Yeah. And apparently our own line, I mean, our own line and offense coordinator, or I'm not, I mean, not, I mean, off a run game coordinator. Yeah. Like, you we don't have a running back that like everyone else has like everyone's like oh this is their guy and I know Ramir yeah. I like Ramir Johnson's doing I mean good and like, I know we have Yant but we don't have a guy that's like boom there's yeah. their running back we need, Shit. We need three or four yards give it to him we don't like, really have like Amir Abdullah like I mean Rex Burkhead those were our guys for like three years and then like a new guy would come in like all right there's your running back but now I feel like with Scott even in the offense we're so high powers like we don't have one of the guys where like. He's our running back. Anyone else that comes in, he's giving their number one guy a rest. And I think they think that guy's Ramir Johnson. And I think fans want it to be Yant. Yeah. Even though I, yeah. Ramir Johnson, like, if we were going to do the, like you said, if we're going to do committee, and I said it like throughout every, it's like a broken clock with me over here talking about Ramir and the, the like committee. Yeah. Ramir and Yant, it will work. But it's like Yant, six carries. I mean, Ramir only had 11, but it's like, I don't, you want, yeah, you I, want to run the ball, but you're not running the damn ball. So I don't get you can go from Yant running all over Northwestern and like given it was Northwestern and but they're still. not you're like he ran all over. Mm-hmm. We gave him like 15, 20 carries that game. And then after that, I don't know how many carries he had against Michigan, but I know it wasn't a lot. He um, let me see. I might I might have it here. Soda. Like if I'm we're gonna see. run the ball, we need to run the ball. Yeah. Um Let's see. Yant had, where is he? Let's see where Yant had. Yant had in the Minnesota or the Michigan game, he had four carries for 14. Yeah. I mean, I don't I don't get how you go from no, you go from Western to not giving the ball barely at all against Michigan. I don't I know. Get it. So, but stupid. But the, the one offense thing I want to talk about, like they're horrible in the first half. And they were good in the second half, good enough to win the game 100%. But yeah. it's the fourth and one situation. The one thing I know everyone's like, everyone, if you thought we should kick a field goal there, get the hell out of here. No, yeah. no, I don't. No, not in where, when we're playing Minnesota, where we're like, oh, we need to get a point. It's not like we're playing the number one team in the country. Like, we need points here. No, we're playing Minnesota. Oh. 
Yeah, playing, especially our record the way it is. We're not there just to com- – we're there to win games. Yeah, and we're not – and if we have any, like, problem with our kick game, which we do, you don't kick a field goal there, especially if he has the yips from kicking extra points, which this would have been damn near where you're kicking an extra point from. So he would have yeah. – bad. Like, so, no. The one thing I don't get – Minnesota did to us early in the year. The one thing I don't get on the goal line, what we never do, we always run the ball. And, yes, we do score a lot. But what – why don't we do exactly what Minnesota did to us, fake it, and then hit the wide-open tight end yep. on a play-action pass? It, everybody, everybody does it. Everyone does it. It's, it happens in everything. And you know what? It works probably 90% of the time. And yeah. for some reason, with our 6'9 tight end, we're like, nah, we got four guys yeah. to carry the ball here. And let's wait a minute. Let's send in Yant for some reason. We don't trust him the whole game, but we trust him right here. And I know he slipped. He did slip. And you saw what, like, that last drive we had at the end of the game to bring it to a one-possession game mm-hmm. when we just – he just threw it up to us now and in the back of the end zone. He'll, yeah. He will come down with it. We he will come down with it. We have – and Omar Manning will, too. Omar Manning yeah. would, too. It's like where our guys are possessionists. Hell, yeah. Falk would get crippled in the middle, and some, and he'd still hold on to the damn ball for us. Like, yeah. but, well, no for us, but like, – Scott will do it, but for some reason, like I do like the guy, and I know you like him too. But I made jokes like, why is Brody Belt out getting wide receiver pass? Like, why is he in a wide receiver? Like, they'd be like, you know what, we'll do it, but we'll do it with Brody Belt coming across the middle, like our I know. five seven guy. No, but, yeah, I love the, I love the like the thought of having the walk ons out there, and I don't think he's done terrible when he's out there. No. But like, we have running yeah. back will go out and catch passes for yes. us. We have like Ramirez Johnson is probably he could play wide receiver. Yes, the wants. catches he had throughout the year. Yes. He's yeah. made like basket catches and great I mean it's been yeah. unbelievable. So it's that and like I know we have a quarterback like how big is Adrian? He's like two what two thirty, two fifty? What is Adrian? He's like 220. I'll, I'll look yeah. it up. But like, no, he lost a bunch of weight coming in. Yeah, I know, but he's still like big. He's a big boy and Yant's a big boy. But the thing we don't everyone's mad about. And I, we are too. It's like at some point, Scott, you ran under center offense here at Nebraska. We don't have to do it every play, but don't. on the goal line, it would have helped. And like, I know everyone, I, we're not football coaches. We like to think we are, but at the same time, it's like, if I know like his big thing was like the reason he said that he wanted to be in shotgun was to build momentum downward, downhill momentum running at it. But if you're going to do that, don't, I honestly say, do not run the ball with, yet adrian martinez is a bulldozer like just let him run it three times straight up there and he will get in there yeah he will if i mean and this is like a ideal scenario of if we were to go back to running the wishbone we have the perfect people to run it yet could sit there at fullback and get three yards of pop easy yeah and you have ramir johnson in say Savion Morrison on the outside, mm-hmm. them running at the wingbacks. I mean, that's it would yeah, be bad. three yards to carry on a fullback dive every time. Yeah. Remember when even Riley did it. Even remember when Riley did it with um when we had Andy Janovich. Yeah. Andy Janovich. Remember Andy Janovich would just bust up the seam for like even even like it'd be like won Wisconsin. Yeah. It? Like I think we ended up losing that game. Though. Oh yeah, awesome. <laughs> yeah, by a fuck. But he remember he busted up the middle for like a fifty-five yard touchdown. Yeah, but it's I, like it's like I know you have a playbook, and I know you want to stick to it, Scott. And like, and I mean, I mean, you talk about it. I still believe in Scott, and I still want him as a coach. And like, if you if people are like fire him, it's why so we can start over when we're actually seeing 
progression and growth. I know it wasn't a great saying with Minnesota, but the way our team has played, the way our defense came back last last year, our defense, we got, we would have lost like 50. Our defense not, shut up. They like Shenander did a great job at half. They came back and they did nothing. Our offense, yeah. Adrian would have caved last year. Boom. He came back and he came and put on a show. I know we couldn't run the ball, but he was hitting overseas. Like we had the chances to win those games. Our defense got the stops that we needed to get. This yeah. is, like, this is the, and that's why it made me so mad when uh, PJ Fleck was like, this is culture versus skill. Hey, PJ, you can shove that up your ass because your boat is sinking over there in Minnesota. Yeah. And because we have culture over here now, we do have culture. And you have skill over there in Minnesota. It's not like we're playing the school of the blind over there and you're, it's all cheered David versus Goliath. Yeah. And they're like, we're Goliath. We're Goliath. We're three and four coming in to play you. And you're like, yeah. culture. Yeah. They, I don't understand what they're trying to say with the, I mean, yeah. Minnesota, I don't understand what culture they think they could have. Yeah. I mean, they, they never, like, I know they went, did they even go? It was, I know last year or two years ago. Yeah. They were very, mm-hmm. But other than that, like, when have they ever been dominant to have a good enough culture to say that? No. You have- and, yeah. And guess what? I saw in their culture there. Oh, this is our culture. I just saw a thing that, um, USC might be interested in PJ Fleck, so he might just leave their culture and yeah. just give up on their fucking culture. It's like, yeah, it's hard to say that you have a culture after you beat Nebraska when all you do is trot seven down linemen out there and run mm-hmm. the ball and still only run for 185 yards. Yeah, and you can't even do that. So that's something I that's basically in the offense. Like, I thought first half was horrible. First half was embarrassment. Like it, like yeah. it, we, we were it was three and out every single time, and we're like, I thought we were honestly going to lose by like twenty. It was like big twenty eight zip. Yeah. It was it was going down. And, and then Adrian he turned around big because I think well he had like he was like two for something at, at two for like twelve at half. Yeah, and he ended up being eighteen for thirty three, two hundred forty one yards and one touchdown. No interceptions. No yeah. fumble. No, he didn't fumble. No, Who fumbled? I don't, no, I don't think he fumbled either. So. Definitely yeah. cut down the turnovers, which has been great this yes, year. Yes, which is a big thing that we want to do. And guess what? Honestly, the last couple of games, we haven't had – I know we've had penalties, but we haven't had the ones where it's laughable embarrassment getting two yeah. false starts in a row like and thing like that. But yeah. um, we'll move on to the defense real quick. Uh, 71 tackles, one sack, seven pa- uh, tackles for loss, two pass deflections, two picks. Cam, uh, I mean, Cam Taylor, Britt, and Williams. And two weeks in a row, best player for me is Cam Taylor, Britt. Seven tackles, one sack, two tackles for loss, and a pick. Yeah, I, I think that he's kind of blooming here at the right mm-hmm. time of the season. Now that, I mean, we're going to need him to man up David Bell this week. Yeah. I, I mean, we're going to need him to – he's, he's going to have to be on an island with him all week, maybe with a safety over the top, but – I mean, he's he's coming in at the right time because coming into this game, we haven't really had a corner that we've been able to say, like, go in, you're going to take him all game. Yep. And we're confident in saying that. So I think yep. that right now, what, how he's playing is perfect for yep. what we need. Yeah, and this is what he did last year. He played great last year, and he had down year, and, like, we said Scott talked to him, and it was like, hey, we need you to be better for us. And the last – I think it was, that was two weeks ago – or three weeks ago now, but – uh, the last two games he's played, he's played the lights out. He's played great. He's played great yeah. for us. Seven, I mean, seven tackles. He had the only sack. He had a pick. He had two tackles for loss, and he had seven tackles. And then I uh, just had four other guys. I and there was, there were a lot of tackles out here today. And there's a lot of people that had multiple tackles, but JoJo and Nelson both had eight, and then one tackle for loss. So I, JoJo and Nelson, obviously, are still playing good. 
Uh, yeah. Heinrich had um, seven tackles, one tackle for loss. And then there was more people above Reimer, but I just brought Reimer into this. Like he didn't have a horrible game, but he had a down game and he only had four tackles. Like, but I don't think he played bad. I think, no, I don't think so. I think the biggest thing for this off season that would benefit our defense more than anything is if Heinrich were able, like, if he were able to put on like 10 more pounds mm-hmm. because he, he, it seems like he always is meeting that running back in the hole. Like he knows where it's going to be. He reads the play perfectly. But he's just not big enough to bring push back bring him by himself. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think I mean, and I think I think they'll they should be. I think they do it every year with the, like I know they're putting on more muscle like and it's even like just lean muscle because like Nelson came in like a little like he came in big but now he looks I mean, he's bigger and he's smarter. Yeah. So like they're um, I think Shenander is done unbelievable. I don't think yeah. it, the biggest turnaround coming when Scott coming here and they're like, are off. They're like, this is what it is. Our offense can be amazing. Our defense is not going to be very good. We're going to outscore people. It is not that at all. It's literally yeah. our defense that's saving us our games. A lot of people look at like Scott, what Scott Frost has been doing just by his record, obviously yeah. like what he nah. came take over. Mm-hmm. Riley had the worst recruits. Yeah. Everybody there. And, Nobody wanted to play for him because it was like, it was just, it was, that was a terrible culture. It's the most when boring we, coach of all time. Who'd want to play for him? What Scott Frost had to come in and change and take over was a lot that a lot of coaches couldn't do. I mean, we were ass. Yeah, we were so bad. We were so bad. It was laughable bad. It's like the point where, not, like, I know we're watching these games and we're losing. We're five, five losses this year. And like, I know it's like, it kills a watch's loss, but you're not like, we are so far from being good. We are right. coming away. We're like, we're right there. Every, yeah. every game. I mean, yeah. Every you game. Can, you, I mean, and this is like the first year where I think you've been able to say like, yeah. I've noticed a difference. Yep. And, it, it is very yeah. noticeable. and so I'm just saying like the people that want to fire Scott, shut up, shut yeah. up. I don't want do you want us to go rebuild again? Who do you, who are we going to grab? You want to still yeah. grab Iowa State's coach? Look what they're doing this year. They're way down when everyone was so high on him. And they're like, what, yeah. who else are we going to go? Yeah, people are like, we, people are like, we're going to get, we can get really laid. Like, yeah. I don't really like Matt Campbell because no. every year it almost seems like, at least for the past yeah. two or three years, they've always been like, Iowa State, sneaky team to get into the college football playoff. And then they just pull they it. They always end up losing to teams they should. Yeah. And guess what? You want to go hire another coach that still can't beat Iowa? Yeah. You can't, they can't beat Iowa. So. I don't want that. I, I would honestly – I would kill for a coach that could just come in and beat Iowa. I stamp, think we're going – I have my stamp on it this year. Grant's stamp of the year, the number one thing. We are beating Iowa. Purdue just showed it. Purdue's not even a very good football team. They're not. Oh. And Iowa, if it's like – their defense is very good. Their defense is scary. But yeah. their offense okay. looks like a JV Class C football team. It looks like our high school's – like I, old high school's first like off. Oh I was a terrible quarterback in high school, and I promise you, I could make better throws than their quarterback. Their quarterback is so bad. We have we know. I mean, sadly, we know an Iowa fan, and he we were texting. He's like, he's like, or I asked him. I was like, do you like your quarterback? Even when they're winning, and he's like, no, he's horrible. I'm like, yeah. exactly. And I, I, if Adrian, that's the funny thing. If Adrian Martinez was on Iowa's team, they would be a serious contender for the playoff. They oh, would dude. with their defense. But because their quarterback is so bad. So bad. They, do any, they have the top center in the nation, one of the top defenses in the nation. Their running back is so good. But because their quarterback sucks, they, I mean. 
Dude, I can't they wait lost, to play him. They lost two and even close. I can't wait to play him. I can't wait to play him. I yeah. dude, I if we throttle Iowa, I will be so happy. Yeah, uh, I think you consider that a win, a, like a win for the season. Like it's like a season. It's our it's Super Bowl. Bowl. It's a and it, it's our thing. Especially, I just would love to. I mean, I mean, we know we, we were neighbors and we have a. I mean, you live. Your family still lives by Iowa fans, so it's always tough when Nebraska loses. And it's Iowa the worst. Wins. It's the worst. Get out of my car. <laughs> yeah, like how would Nebraska game go? You're like, I will literally kill you right now if you say another yeah. one. <laughs> and I, that's how it's going. You should really think about walking back into your house before I murder you. <laughs> yeah, but um, so defense played good. I mean, de- all right, this is what I have to say about defense. Defense. Got dominated in the first half, like you said, because what their offensive like formations and stuff they were doing with like, the extra linemen, like we were getting pushed around bad. Uh, we couldn't. I honestly think we couldn't cover anyone. I think our safeties and our cornerbacks. I know that wasn't like that. It was not like a Ben. Like oh my god, they're throwing the ball over us, but they kind of were, but not like for big yeah. chunks of yards. But like literally, it'd be third and seventeen, they get eighteen yards, and like it just perfect like, every time. So and that was in the first half, but then second half they come around and they just show up, show up big time for us. That's been the staple of our defense all year because they did that against Michigan State. Remember, we held them to like yeah, like negative yards in the second half. Dude, no, they had like it was literally just like twelve yards. Yeah, we come out make adjustments and we are hard to score on in the second half. I mean, they had like I said, they literally had on they didn't have a positive possession in the second half on four of their drives. They had eight drives. (laughs) That's the thing. That that's the thing where it's like. When they like you see the box score, you see it all, and you're like, "Way to go, Nebraska!" I can't believe they pulled that win off. And you're like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa hold the horses there!" Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we don't, we don't win around here right now. Actually, actually, it looks like we got stomped. That's what yeah. it felt. Yeah, it felt like we just had our hearts ripped out, and just everyone was laughing at us, and then we still lose. Yeah, and it's just, oh my god, and then it's like. Why couldn't we be like Oklahoma? They're horrible, but somehow they still win all these close games. Oklahoma's bad. No, even yeah, with their quarterback, even with their quarterback change, they're they're bad. Yeah, they. I mean, they had to. They had to have one of the greatest plays I think I've ever yeah. seen mm-hmm. out of their quarterback to mm-hmm. be. Where he ripped the ball out. He stripped terrible. his stripped his own teammate, and then got the first. Jason Bean, right? Yeah, their quarterback cannot throw a pass at all. Really, he's like opposite of Iowa's quarterback where he can only run who Kansas or no 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 he's just like Iowa's quarterback I mean Kansas is yeah well he can do his run he cannot throw even a spiral it's terrible (laughs) well I only know one Kansas I mean we we only know one Kansas football fan and I honestly don't think I mean that I think it's just a as a joke being a fan of that team like I don't think you can clear they said they did you hear that they let fans in for free because of that game they sent an email to all their students. Yeah, please. They were begging people to come. Yeah, like, please come, <laughs> please come. That's uh, terrible. They're up ten nothing on the third ranked team in the country, and they're, they're like, begging get fans in here to come. now. What was a what, what was Noah's favorite player on that team? Name they're uh, running Puka. Puka. No, well, what was it? Puka Williams. Puka Jr. Williams. Say now yeah. that's a, that's a name I can get behind. He's like <laughs> I, the best like the best kansas player in like three years four years and i don't even think he's on a team in the nfl right no now. i i can i mean i can guarantee you but oklahoma was lost to i'm guarantee you 75 percent of college football fans could not i had no idea who that guy was but yeah um last thing we would go before on this episode uh we're talking about the coaching so i mean i think you we talked about it a little bit i mean scott 
we still love him. I think he needs to change a couple of his goal line packages. Like just literally, like we said, just play action. Yeah. Nothing, nothing like, Oh my God, scrap everything. Like I do like some of the plays we run and they work, but it's like, they're stacking the box like that. They were stacking the box fourth. And yeah. one. I knew we were going to run play action pass. There you go. What's yeah. it's like Along it's with like, the goal offense. I think the one thing we get shredded on it. It almost seems every week we get trick played to oh. death by teams. Why don't we ever have like a trick play that we just go out there and run? I mean, we did. We remember we did. Um, we tried to do. Um, we tried to do like a flea flicker thing, kind of. But like, we're not flea flicker. Uh, when our wide receiver was like, is we dump it to him, and then he starts running, and then he tries to throw it. But then, of course, no one can block for him, so he had to run and get like one yard. I think it was on first and ten. There's like two wide receivers wide open, but he literally oh. couldn't plant his feet because he would get paralyzed because our blocking. Yeah, maybe maybe we should just not do that. Actually, maybe you know we need maybe we need Greg no. Austin blocking for us. <laughs> yeah, well, I know I was saying Greg Austin is the next coach that we're talking about. Great, he did. He's a former player. He played for us, and then he played, and then I think he played in the NFL for just like a year or something. But then he followed. He's been at Oregon, and then he went to UFC, UCF, and then here. So he's been with Scott all the time, but. Trev Alberts, and I really don't like Trev Alberts getting into the conversation because I don't think it kind of shows that he might not trust his head coach, which I kind of yeah. don't like that. But um, he's like, things will have to change. And like, I say, don't stay out of it, Trev. And I like, he's doing a good job so far. Like, I, but just stay out let of it. it. Let him, let him make the decisions that he wants to do. So it shows that you trust him. But yeah. Greg Austin, he's got to go. He's our O line and a run game coordinator. Our O line needs so much help. And then the other thing is he's the running back, like, like he's a run coordinator. Yeah. His number one per thing, person is Adrian Martinez. You can't yeah. even be a run coordinator and get a running back that could handle the workload of our run game. Our quarterback yeah. has to do that while worrying about like throwing the ball. I mean, the only reason that our running backs have been able to get yards is because our running backs are so skilled. If that's yeah. not a, I mean, that's no. not a coaching thing. That's a like Ramir Johnson is good. Yeah. And he is. Like he runs 11, yeah. 11 carries for 83 yards and two he touchdowns. got hurt. Yeah. Two touchdowns. Almost three. Like that's him. It is. That's, that's not a Greg Austin thing. Like Greg Austin needs to go. He's yeah. It, and it seems like he just shits on all of our linemen every week. Like he has no confidence in our linemen. Yeah. And it's like, your linemen aren't going to want to play for you if you don't even want to coach them. I know. So it's like, and I don't like that's the thing. I don't like Trev getting into. I don't like him coming in and be like, "We're gonna have to make some changes." Not it like that, like because like they, like you're, that shows that you don't trust Scott. Yeah. And I do a slight I, burn, but the only person that the only person that really shouldn't trust uh, Scott is his ex-wife. <laughs> yeah, that's for got that one. But yeah. other than that, everyone else should trust him because hey, what Scott can go around and sneak around as long as he gets us a title. Yeah, as long, yeah, as long, yeah, as long as yeah, I don't care. I don't care about the off-field thing. He can shoot twelve people, but if he brings a national championship to Nebraska, I go. Here's another twelve. I'm sorry, but <laughs> but I think that's literally all of every single fan. But it's a uh, no. It's um, that's great. I mean, he's got to go. I think Greg Oxen's got to go, and maybe he's along with some other coaches. But at the same time. I think every defensive players and defensive coach that we have, they need to stay a hundred percent. And if anyone tries to poach Shenander from us, you better throw some fuck. You got to throw some money yeah. because like our yeah. black shirts are actually back for the first time in 20 years. Yeah. Uh, or No sense. Um, when we had Will Compton, Levante, David, uh, uh, 
Cameron Mer- Meredith, Domicon Sue, um, yeah. all of them. I mean, yeah, yeah, Prince, yeah. Of, Prince of Mukamara. Yeah, this is the first time I've felt good about, like, our defense going out there being yeah. like, well, they can actually get us a stop. Because, like, last year and the year before, it was just like, you kind of know we're going to get shredded. No, and it's like I said it uh, to my dad, my brother last week. It's, oh, it's third and one. It's not like a guy, it's like the last 10 years, I'd be like, oh, they're getting a first down. Now it's yeah. like, all right, now it ends up being fourth and three or something. Because like, we actually have, like, yeah. even if it's like third and three. I'm like, all right, they're punting because like yeah. we got this. It's but it's never yeah. been like that for the last under any of the even like since Prime Bo when he yeah. was here. Dude, if, if we could get like two shutdown corners, mm-hmm. our defense is nuts. Yeah, and it, and then just keep pumping in like yeah. interior defense alignments like and yeah. then and then I just saw we just signed another uh, middle linebacker I think or outside linebacker from Miller South. We just did. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. I saw it yesterday. I like- these players from in nebraska yeah nebraska keeps producing talent nobody really wants to talk about it but yeah. like these players some of these players wider uh iowa has a wide receiver uh i think his name is it's something johnson i forget but i mean all these iowa coaches and all these commentators are raving about how good he is and he didn't even like i don't even know if we recruited him and yeah. it's just like we, I think we need to start recruiting players from Nebraska because they end up going places and doing so well. I think they're doing that right now. I think it's changing. I think you can feel yeah. it changing, especially now they're seeing that. I mean, Heinrich is playing really well, yeah. and then Reimer's playing well. It's like they're showing like, and it doesn't have to be in the like Omaha. It doesn't have to be anywhere. It's literally the state of Nebraska. We should yeah. own the state of Nebraska. Yeah, we, we should. That's how it was. And yeah. That's why we're so good. Is I mean, remember Max Dugan, Max Dugan or whatever, he's still starting quarterback at TCU and he still does. I mean, I mean, obviously TCU's not great, but like he's still like he started there his freshman year. They had that. And then yeah. uh, where's Westside's quarterback going? He was from he was from Iowa. Duggan was. But he what he played in. He was, um, so, he was so close to us that we should have been able to get it. Wasn't he? Didn't he play for like Grand Island? Yeah. Oh. Lewis Central. Lewis Central and Iowa. Oh yeah, in Iowa. Okay, I thought he played for Grand Island for a second. But we have, we have. Uh, there's a running back that plays for. Uh, uh, it's isn't it North? Uh, no, no, no. There's a running back from Bellevue West. Yeah. Right now, that plays for Northern Iowa. That is so good. He's averaging like 150 a game. He mm. is so uh, Ducker. Jay Ducker is his name. Jay Ducker. And I even once thought about coming here. I, I think it's changed. I think we I think we gotta do it. I, I think yeah. I think uh what's their name? That should be our number one priority is getting our kids yeah. first. Yeah, and then a kicker. <laughs> yeah, and then a kicker. Hey no. uh Eric Couch's son's a kicker and he's very really? good. It was the really? I was gonna say was very he a senior? Uh I think he's like a sophomore, but he's yeah. he's very good. So yeah. maybe maybe Send him. <laughs> cough up some money, man. Yeah. Hey, your dad came here, won a Heisman. You're if you're a kicker, you're probably not gonna. I'm telling you that. But here, here's a Ferrari. <laughs> yeah, like that, that would be a Nebraska thing though to get a kicker that wins the Heisman. <laughs> yeah. Just like the most random shit ever. Well, if anyone could have done it, it was Alex Henry. Was <laughs> yeah. from Nebraska. Yeah, and then uh, what was Ben? Oh, Brett Maher. Yeah, Maher Brett was Ma- good. Or Ben's cousin, or cousin. second cousin. Okay. Pope, yeah, yeah, a Ben Pope bloodline. That's that's the most athletic bloodline you could get. (laughs) But uh, well, Tony, I like obviously great to have you on, and I think we're gonna we're not talking about Purdue today. 
or this episode, we'll put out another episode of Purdue just for the bye week, or we can get a full episode, short episode of going completely over Purdue just to yeah. show us what they got. And just because they beat Iowa, everyone, doesn't mean they're, oh, my God, we're screwed. It means no. Iowa showed who they really Iowa are. Sucked ass. Which yeah. is a JV football team with a D1 on defense. So Yeah, Iowa knows but, their season's already over, so they're probably already preparing just to yeah, play. I know. And you know what it was? Purdue, uh, Iowa played a lot of people that they don't don't know how to play Iowa. And guess what? Purdue's been in the league a long time. And they know how to play Iowa. And yeah. so do we. We know. Yeah. Watch out for tight ends. Stop the run game and don't turn the ball over. And that's how you beat Iowa. And yeah. and throw like one deep, like coverage changed in front of their quarterback and he will yeah. shit his pants. <laughs> and he will crumble. On the <laughs> yeah. And apparently we can't our our linebackers will be clapping and then he'll be like, oh my he's <laughs> he got just the football the ball. of a 10-year-old. Yeah. He can, of my little brother Jim. <laughs> yeah. Hell, we can put Pete out there and <laughs> we need Pete to get out there and catch some jump balls for him. <laughs> yeah. No, but uh all right. Well, Tony, thank you. Thanks for everyone for listening. We'll see you next time. Yep, go big red. Go big red.